0: Hey, Podfathers listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Today's episode of Podfathers is brought to you by our friends at ZipRecruiter. You guys know have heard me talk about ZipRecruiter in the past. I have used them and I love them. A fresh new year has begun. And if you're setting new goals for your business, it is extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. And ZipRecruiter has transformed how you go about finding them. ZipRecruiter posts your jobs over to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to To apply, no wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners, our listeners, our family of listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Podfathers. That's com slash Podfathers. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Podfathers. Let's
1: Roll. I My house is diarrhea-free except for me. It's so good. I'm so happy that everybody enjoyed having my wife on the show. She said she was down to come back again because she always likes positive feedback. So, Hell yeah. And she got a lot of it from the listeners. So thank you for making my wife feel
0: welcome on our little
1: audio forum. Thanks.
0: <laughs> the audio family uh, kept it real and it was, it was awesome. Uh, we're, we're talking about trying to get our wives on here more and maybe even an episode where they just talk to each other. And that is one episode I'm terrified of. <laughs> yeah, so
1: we were, I talked to my wife about it. And I think Clem talked to his where I said like, babe, do you want to do uh, a mother's day show? It doesn't have to be on mother's day, but you guys do it. She was like, I don't think the listeners would want to, I don't think the listeners will want me to do that. They don't care what I say. They don't care what I say. So tweet at me and tell me that you do care if you do want that show to happen because she won't believe me. She thinks that I lie and blow smoke up her butt all the time, anyways.
0: <laughs> so, I I bet you don't make you wouldn't have made that voice if she was sitting right next to you, though. Oh, that's just, a man. Who knows. No way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not a chance. And nobody tell her because she doesn't actually listen. So nobody tell her. <laughs> you you ballsy doing because your wife actually listens. My wife said that she will never listen to one of my podcasts even if there's a fire. Like she won't do it.
0: I and I you know me I get reckless sometimes I don't know why I do it but I do and uh, maybe it's just a little bad boy this is the bad boy side of me this podcast this is where I get to you know spread my wings a little bit
1: yeah I think we both do at times you do it a little bit more than me and I probably have more freedom to she wouldn't give a shit I don't even think any of her friends listen I think they all kind of hate me (laughs) (laughs) low-key now
0: if your mother-in-law If this ever gets back to your mother-in-law, the blog, or God forbid, the podcast where you're talking about oiled up titties and obviously the diarrhea and everything else, like I don't know if it could happen. It would take a very extraordinary – based on the circles I'm sure she runs in. But if that ever happened, oh my god. If Uncle Chaps just stopped tweeting one day, his mother-in-law found out about
1: the Honest to god, if my mother-in-law found out about what – not just I said but my wife said, their relationship would be over. Like, it w- it's not even a question. Like, it would be flat out over. <laughs> one part of the story that we didn't tell. No, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We're going to have to cut that one out because people are going to be hitting you up. Like, you've got to tell this part.
1: I can't. I, I try to be as open book as I can, but it's... Oh, fuck it. Here we go. So, <laughs> when I wrote... The, I, I rarely ever read the comments on any of the stuff that I write on Barstool just because usually it's dumb shit. Um, just pointless and doesn't have anything to do with what I write. But I read some of the comments on the Diarrhea blog. I happened to see one of the names that was there. And you know like in our back end like a lot of people think that we have the ability to delete comments or that we police comments. Most of the writers we don't even give a shit what is said in the comments because we don't pay attention to it. Exactly. And we don't have the ability to go in and delete or do anything like that. And we don't care to. But what we can see is the email address where the comment originated from? Like if it says that your name is Stooley Fartknocker forty five, <laughs> I can see that your name is actually Adam Smith and that like Adam Smith at AOL.com. Yeah. Like it was Smitty that did it. Uh, so this one came in and it was like, I'm Stooley Hughes. Um, I used to date Chaps' wife in college, and I oh. know his mom or I know her mom, and I know that this story is accurate because of the Christian stuff that was in there too. And so I was like, that's really insane. (laughs) I was like, this is just too small of a work." because I didn't know he was like a stoolie at all. I didn't know he paid attention to anything. And then I went in, and it was like where the dude worked at, and I I knew what profession he was in, and it was this profession. It was his actual first name, actual last name, and then the profession of where he worked at. And I was like, Babe, this is like legit him, and he's commenting on it, like the barstool <laughs> stuff. And he's like, "Great work, Uncle Chaps. This was hilarious." I was like, "Good for him, man! Like, shout out to that dude for being a bigger man, being like, yeah. <laughs> like that's dope. Like, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> like, like, he was kind of like, fuck her. I hated her too. Like, not in so many words, but that's how it went down, man. It was kind of crazy.
0: Did you know, like, you? Pr- I imagine." what your mother-in-law you know is you didn't sh- like you knew pretty much right off the bat i imagine pretty probably even back when she were teaching her daughter date uh well she uh, didn't want Sunday school she didn't want
1: my wife to marry me because i had been divorced before
0: oh yeah yeah sure So she was like That's no he's been know.
1: divorced like he's not supposed to be remarried the kicker she's divorced and remarried <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: do as i say not as i do i know but- right unbelievable <laughs> I, I, I tweeted out a minute, a moment like that the other day where I told Sienna, no, you cannot use my phone. You cannot look at too many. You can't look at screens too long. And I literally have my laptop and two TVs up playing Call of Duty and watching basketball. Like it's hypocritical. But you, know, you just say whatever the fuck you feel.
1: And you know how we are with phones. I'm constant. My older daughter's 12. So I'm always like, get off your phone while my phone is literally like staple to my asshole. Like all times. Like I always <laughs> have smoking.
0: it. Yeah, smoking, like, I so.
1: always have my phone. <laughs> Um, but that's just how family life is, man. It really is. You never know what's going to happen. And I feel like if with my profession, my family would be doing me a disservice if they don't allow me to tell those kinds of stories. They are robbing me of content, which is basically making me worse at my
0: job, which I don't appreciate. And shout out to and – I'm going to shout out to you too for not going like I'm going to go tell her or doing any of that kind of nonsense like, that's the scary thing when, when real-life shit, you know, mixes with blog life. That's a terrifying. So shout out to Stooley Huser. I
1: mean, in all honesty, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like, if she didn't, if she never came back, like, I wouldn't care. Like, that's not something that I would really care about. But, and honestly, even if my mother-in-law did find out that I fucking recorded about her, did a podcast about her extreme diarrhea, I don't even think I would apologize. I would say, like, if you want to be mad about it, be mad about it. I have a podcast to do. I have blogs to write. You basically ruin Christmas with your stinky ass, so suck it the fuck up.
0: If you, yeah, if you don't come next year, there's a 0% chance that your diarrhea is going to ruin Christmas. Someone else's dire, my, diarrhea may ruin it, but not yours.
1: I think that's part of like family life, that you realize some things are going to be fucked up. But, I mean, my mother-in-law having diarrhea isn't something that we're going to cut her out of the will about. Like, we're not going to be <laughs> like, you are done. I use that as a segue for the Craig Sager story. Craig Sager story dominating probably parenting news and not just news in general, but like basketball news. Cause I think everybody was shocked because when he died, like it was, and when he was in his last stages, he was obviously universally beloved, like by the NBA community.
0: Yeah. Like 100% approval rate. At, and like once the news dropped that he had died, man, it was like, it was crestfall. I mean, it just took over that. That was another thing that just took over Twitter and you know, you, you. I remember hearing a lot about the Stacy. you know, Stacy this, Stacy that, who I think is his second wife, where this kind of starts a lot of these issues, uh, according to the stuff. And it's just like, damn, like every every family, you never know what's going on behind the scenes of families. That's the truest thing you could ever say. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, because he was loved because he had like the crazy jackets and he was like a funny personality. His interviews with Greg Popovich are like all time. Nobody brought out pop like um, Sager did. Like, so he was great. But some of these – the details – tell us some of the details about what happened with the Uh, same story.
0: So so obviously he passed, and um, it was just a story going around a lot. It's like Craig Sager cuts his kids out of the will, this and that. So it all started – this thing started with Craig Sager's son, Craig Sager Jr. uh, He tweeted something saying, like, nothing like getting served, pestered by sheriffs, and taken to court over a will that myself and my sisters are not only 100% excluded from – but do not even have interest in contesting in the first place. Thanks, Dad, with like the okay emoji, fan emoji.
1: And tell him why coming from Craig Sager Jr. is so crazy.
0: That's like that's the thing. Like again, you see the when you saw like the 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 highlight reels and stuff of him before he passed and after he passed, it was very close knit family. And even just seeing the name Craig Sager there, it's like this is his fucking blood. That's his guy, that's Junior. Junior, yeah. Um I mean like <laughs> I hey I I'm not a junior. I don't. I no one in my family's a junior. I feel like junior always gets a little extra love. You don't get that name unless you're like fucking number one on the power rankings. You know what I mean? At least at some point in your life. Yeah, everybody so knows Dale tough.
1: Dale Junior. They don't know who the daughter is. <laughs> exactly. I'll bring no it to respect, but
0: <laughs> expanding Barstool's horizons with a NASCAR reference, Chapsy. That's a Southern baby. That's why there, I love you. There we go, Mayo baby. <laughs> so, excuse me. So then, um, Casey Sager. Craig's daughter, who I think this is – these are first marriage kids right here we're dealing with. Um, She says, I support at Craig Senior Senior Junior finally coming clean about some of the dumbassery we've been dealing with. Family is everything, and it's incredibly painful. by the way.
1: Dumbassery is a great word.
0: Dumbassery is a great word. Um, Family is everything, and it's incredibly painful to know others – are trying to erase, a, erase you from it. Not going to let it ruin our tw- 2018, though. Love you guys. Uh, her, her username, too. The Sagerbomb is an incredible username. Incredible yeah. Twitter name. It's Shout like our Keegs. friend
1: Kelly Keeks, whose brother's <laughs> Twitter name is Keegstan. Like that, that's a, <laughs> that's good a good one. one. Yeah. So Sagerbomb is I really may, good. But I may be throwing her brother I, a follow. So the initial tweet from her, she was she was kind of like jovial, like I support my brother, but it wasn't scorched earth by any means. Yesterday afternoon, she released Scorched Earth because I think she was getting several mo- – because this is a big story. I mean, if because the way that Craig Sager was covered, like his leukemia was covered, and his son did two bone marrow transplants. Like, and if you don't know about yep. bone marrow transplants, those are incredibly painful. It's not like going through and just giving somebody blood. It is a painful, painful process that takes a long time to do, and it's – it hurts. And he not only did it once, did it twice. So for him to save his dad's life by donating his bone marrow and then get cut out of the will is like one of the most cold blooded things that I could remember. And they had these moments whenever Sager would come back that Craig Sager Jr. was doing like the sideline reporting in his dad's place. And whenever they came back, they were, like, hugging, embracing, and crying, like, on center court. So it didn't look like they had this contentious relationship. It looked like this beautiful scene that you would picture in, like, a Hallmark movie where it was just, like, this is a perfect ending for a guy who loved his kids. The de- the kids loved the dad. And then for months after the death happened, for this to pop up, it's like,
0: whoa, what the yeah. fuck? And it's, you know, like, I don't think he— sager was you know craig was junior was looking out for like a handout or anything i just think when you have to like go into court and deal with sheriffs or whatever it may be about something you just want to put behind you your father's death every time you got to think about your father's death and all the months leading up to it the surgeries like you said the transplants all that kind of stuff it's like has to be just rips your guts out every single i got juice from just talking about it you know and both the
1: kids are successful it's not like the kids are like just money grubbing like Sager Jr. said that he didn't contest the will. Like, when he found out that his dad took him out of the will, he didn't contest it. He said, fine. They still took him to court and still making him go through it. All he's saying is that he wants to be done with it. Like, so disgusted he wants to be done with it. Talk about ruining the legacy of your kids, man. God damn.
0: Brutal. And then, you know, you have, you know, there was a lot of people like the Twitter warriors. Oh, why, you know. Seems weird that your dad, your dad left you out of your wills. You're, you know, like you just have idiots on the internet, you know, people commenting on stuff and starting, you know, just tweets, you know, Reddits, all that kind of stuff, just saying mean shit to people. All 4chan, I don't even know what 4chan is, but I feel like they're probably really mean on there too. And it's just like, you know, this stuff bubbles up, but I mean, he just was making a statement. And even his ex-girlfriend was like, she even kind of came out and she said, uh, her name was uh, Brenna, Brenna Simon. Uh, once still married, Craig met this piece of shit. She's all that mattered. Krista is getting married and left and was left nothing. Also, she she was roughly my age when she shacked up with a married senior. I'm Junior's ex, so it's not my place to comment. But I hate that woman so much. My head is about to explode. And she's a picture of, you know, the the two families with the kids. And then I guess, uh, you know, you know, the, the, the new wife. I think I have like not my place to comment, stay classy and just, you know, everyone's tweets and mentions are just blowing up. And it's like it's the worst thing ever.
1: And, you know, when we have these moments where you get something that you're want that you fired up about and you want to fire off a blog, like you go scorched earth whenever you're writing it, it's so yeah. obviously that the Sager bomb, Casey Sager, did that. Some of her statement is banana land. She said, even when our father was still alive, there was always those moments that it was like, damn it, this is going to get really ugly, and there's it's going to be hanging over our head after he's gone. She then goes on to say, she uses tone like this you see when your version of reality is so riddled with delusional uh, delusional and revisionist bullshit conveniently selective amnesia being the good guy often hinges on your ability to label others as evil it's why she texted me when i was driving goodbye to him i missed the chance to do so while he was conscious because she wouldn't let us into the house the day before which is a diabolical that I had broken his heart by not talking to him for a while when they first got together. It was why she hired security to keep our mother, to whom she, he was married to for twenty years, from attending the service, and informed us that our cousins and aunts were no longer welcome to the funeral that they had already taken time off for. She poured this nonsense into the player's Tribune piece, telling the world about their epic courtship, neglecting to remember to mention the fact that she was that he was still married to my mother at the time. He wasn't the perfect man, and that's okay. I loved him many ways, and I can admit that he had his faults and still is deserving of the support and admiration that he deserved. It seems, however, that Stacy is incapable of doing the same because admitting he was perfect would be a mission that she wasn't perfect either. Like,
0: God! <laughs> it's brutal, man. Like, the, there, There's a few times where you're on Twitter, and you're just like, this is uncomfortable to read, but you just keep, you know? And it really is. I said it in the blog. It's like, tale as old as time. Like, this stuff happens a lot, and there's billions of step parents or mothers, fathers over the history of the world that are great, that take care of their kids, that have a great religion with the old family, the new family, everyone gets along fine. But it's like, You know, this is like you know, it's. I'm sure whenever you know families get get together, there's always like that trepidation of will people get along, and this is like the worst case scenario. It's just a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Now it's living online, which is like the twist in all this, and you know everyone's watching it go down. It's brutal to see, man.
1: Yeah, and that's how she kind of ended her statement too. I'll read just this one last part. She said, we just want to get on with our lives, be our own people, accomplish a single thing for our fucking selves without everyone throwing out (laughs) the, hey, they had a famous dad who died, filtered over it. Talk about our father when we feel like it and the threat of the lawsuit by using his name. I know I only added fuel to the fire by replying to people on Twitter, but, and I feel like this should be crystal fucking clear by now, I refuse to keep my mouth shut when uninformed assholes try to diminish my brother's characters or accomplishments. He specifically said he never wanted to contest the will, and a few miserable shit bricks still accused him of caring only about (laughs) money. It's false and gross, and they should be ashamed of themselves for attacking my family. I don't want to live in the public limelight anymore. Like,
0: Damn. (laughs) Oh, damn.
1: And we were talking and the reason why we brought this up because this is like a big parenting thing. Like I can't imagine you have to live your life where you know that the legacy of your children depends on it. Now, I don't think that not depends on it, but it's going to be reflective on your children. Like how you act as a human being is going to be reflective on your children, too, especially yep. when you're in a position like us, like not nearly as much as Craig Sager. But in the public limelight, like people will know us when my daughters go to college, your daughters go to college, they'll be recognizable in some way, shape or form, not super recognizable, but like the sacred children, but in some way. So you kind of understand what Craig must have been going through, like that he would not have wanted this. So don't yeah. be a fucking shitbag. bag. Like, I don't <laughs> I just don't understand how you get attached to the new love so much that you're willing to know that when you die, your children are going to hate you. Like talking yeah, about living and- in the moment.
0: And then once sickness hits, you know, some, you know, there's people who, you know, really turn it on once the sickness hits and your brain's not working. Right. You're going through chemo. You're going through all this kind of stuff. And it's just like it it makes your skin crawl just thinking about it. It, I think
1: that's a cop out for him because he was lucid enough to still like to go sideline reporting. He was driving back and forth from city to city. I remember the last playoff run like he was doing back and forth trips. I think it was Houston to San Antonio. which is like a three hour trip every day. Lucid enough to prepare for the games and be ready for the games. He was lucid enough to know I'm fucking my children over by leaving them out of the will. Like, I just can't imagine doing that, man. Like, even if, even if something happened with me and my wife and we got divorced, I can't imagine taking it out on Kelsey McCartney. Like, I just
0: no. I, I'm not trying to be a hardo, but like at this. At this point, once my daughter was born, everything I own is hers. You know what I mean? It's my wife's first, and then it goes to her. Like, inheritance, you know, when you're signing up the forms, if God forbid something would happen to you, life insurance and stuff like that, it's like, it goes to my wife, it goes to my kid after then, you know, because my kid's fucking three years old right now. But it's like, you're on this planet. I mean, that's at least how I feel. I imagine you're pretty similar, too. I'm here. For them now and to make yeah. their lives awesome And as great as possible and to make their Life hopefully as much fun as my parents Help my life be and even more so better Than that and make their lives awesome And I just couldn't imagine being like Sorry because I mean money isn't everything but It sure fucking doesn't hurt in life and, no. and that's A true
1: thing yeah it, it definitely is and, and that's not saying there isn't people that I would leave out of my will There are 100% sure. And that's I kind of want to go through a little list of People who I would le- leave out of my will Now Cash.
0: Catch you need it, and I know where to get it. My Bookie is the place to score serious cash on your sports predictions. Believe it or not, the playoffs are here. That means there's a lot of big football games, but also basketball and hockey games you can score big on every day. Man up and play like the pros on game day. You can play the money line, side or total. My bookie is your hookup for all your betting needs and offers super fast payouts when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money betting the games, you got to go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site I'd recommend. I trust them but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. They have odds on every matchup and a mobile site that makes wagering on your smartphone a breeze. Obviously we just talked about a game that will have already been played by the time you hear this. We're just a couple of football guys on this for, uh, to steal a term from our pals. on part of my take just loving football, everything that goes along with it. Hopefully, uh, our boy Chaps, his Jags live to see another day, and we can uh, go on my bookie and check some things out about them. So join now, and my bookie will match your deposit with with up to a fifty percent bonus. Use promo code Podfathers to activate offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm making the money sign with my hands right now, like Johnny Manziel. Let's see, can you hear this? Let's go get paid, baby. Let's play. Let's go win. Let's get paid. Let's do it. MyBookie.ag, promo code PODFATHERS to activate the offer. They will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus.
1: I think that's why I want to transition to. (laughs) So first of all, I'm going to leave out Bobby Bowden from my will.
0: (coughs) Bobby Bowden? Bobby Bowden. What happened with you and Bobby Bowden? I'm out
1: on Bobby. I don't know why, but now when I think about Florida State, it's just not the same. I think that our relationship is so far removed from what it was in my childhood that I'm out on him. Like, I don't care about him anymore. Like, I don't care about Florida State at all. Like, I wouldn't even claim Florida State as, like, being a tiny, tiny little bit of my heart. And with that goes Bobby Bowden. So Bobby Bowden's fucking out on my will.
0: But where is Bobby Bowden even associated with Florida State anymore, Chapsy?
1: No. So he's not associated with me at all either. Like the whole the wow. whole squad, them. Bobby Cox is out too because I – and Bobby Cox was really special to me because I left the Braves – I already left the Braves out of my will.
0: Hmm. What out. about Blake Bortles? Did he make his way back? I mean, this is going to be released after the playoff game. So this is the next factor. Answer carefully.
1: He's in the will. He's in the he's will in the because will. I, I'm disappointed with some of his behavior – I like how he's acting on the football field and making bad decisions again, but he's still in the world because I think even though I think you say this with Eli too, you love the person behind Eli. I love the person who Blake is. Blake's hilarious. Like he's a barstool dude. He goes on part of my take. He does great. He crushes it with the book club or the Wikipedia club. I think he's awesome. Like I, if anybody I wanted to be the quarterback of the Jaguars and be good, it would be Blake for sure.
0: Yep. And, and like, even though he doesn't do it, I know it's not his account, Blake Bortlefax is one of the funniest fucking things on Twitter I've ever seen in my life. Like, I just laugh every single time. I'm like, how did you even think of that? So, shout out Blake for getting in the will. Yeah. Now, he, was, he, he wasn't he was in the will when the season started, though.
1: Oh, no, he was way out. He worked his way back yeah. in. He he's kind of like in. the prodigal son in, in that sense.
0: I've, I feel like Coughlin has to be a, a staple now because he's giving you two runs. now.
1: You know, I this is probably going to be a source of – like, discontent uh-uh. between us. I don't give Coughlin any credit for what's happening in Jacksonville. None. Zero. any, Any.
0: Wow. I could have lived with, like, not as much as people are giving him or anything, like, none. He Zib did zero. the
1: approval. Dave Caldwell brought A.J. Boyer. He was like, these are the guys I want to sign. Coughlin did say yes. But it was Dave Coughlin who said he wanted to sign A.J. Boyer. It was Dave Coughlin who said uh, – not Dave Coughlin – Dave Caldwell who said that he wanted to sign Calias Campbell – It was him that said that he wanted to bring in Barry Church. Like, Caldwell was acting as the GM, brought it in, and sure, Tom Coughlin approved the deals, and I don't know which deals he said no to or or not, but I think that the draft picks that are in place, like with Jalen Ramsey and all those, those are all Caldwell guys, and I was real out on Caldwell before the year started, but I think Mm -hmm. no other team, except for maybe the Broncos, does the president of football operations get the credit that Tom Coughlin would this year with the Jags. Like you could, you wouldn't be like, well, I, you got to give a lot of credit to whoever the president of football operations is for the (laughs) Patriots. Like that's not how it's been for the last 10 years. You know, it's the coach, Doug Marone, who was on the staff before and who was hired before Coughlin was even there. Like Coughlin wasn't involved in the coaching search that hired him to stay on. Like he said, okay, whenever he was actually hired, but Marone was in in place there. And I think Marone is an underrated coach. I mean, because when he left Buffalo and they got Rex Ryan, they took a step back. Like Buffalo immediately yeah. took a step back. And they recent just this year was the year that they kind of went over the hump, but they had to back their way in. The Jags going from five, six years in a row of top five draft picks to end up in the playoffs. Marone's got to get the credit for that.
0: No, I mean, he went eight and with Buffalo, right? Like, that was yeah. the big thing. Like, this fucking guy went 500 in Buffalo. You have to give him credit. And he, with, said, he, uh, didn't want,
1: B- and he said he didn't want EJ Manuel. <coughs> That's why he left, because they mm-hmm. had EJ Manuel and they had Kyle Orton, and it was going to be one <laughs> of those two guys, and he was like, I want to move on from EJ because I don't think that he has it. They said no, so he was like, cool, I'll, I'll exercise my way out. Because as a coach, like a head coach, you have a really hard time getting your second head coaching job if you suck. And you have a really difficult oh, yeah. time in the NFL winning without a quarterback. And if you don't see a quarterback anywhere on the horizon and they don't want to move on from EJ
0: for two or three years. You're kind of fucked. Winning in Western New York football is not easy to do. Syracuse and Buffalo, I mean, not easy things to do. And or Jacksonville, and again, yeah, Jacksonville, which is like the Western New York of Florida, basically, which you have to admit, again, this is going to come out after the game's over. Seeing Florida or seeing snow in Florida was a little concerning. That's like, you know, the Night King coming down south. Like, winter is here, and the fucking Bills Mafia is coming with it.
1: I love this podcast because we're recording on Thursday, and <laughs> I don't yeah. have any idea what's going to happen, so I'm going to be confident <laughs> as fuck. I don't think the Bills put up seven points on the Jags. I think that Jalen Ramsey is going to dominate Kelvin Benjamin. Shady's going to play, but I think that we have probably the best linebackers to deal with that with um miles jack and telvin smith who are both incredibly fast and pozlesny is a good run stuffer too i think that they have that going for them two shutdown corners against tyrod and our and don't forget darius being there too like now he's gonna get some heavy snaps playing at the no so i think that they the jags are i think the jags blow him out honestly
0: Doug, this is the Doug Marone revenge game or the Buffalo Bills revenge game. Whoever wins is technically it's their revenge game. That's how it's going to play, which, again, we did a live reaction of like game two or three of the World Series, and it was released like game six of the World Series is when we actually <laughs> released the podcast. So Podfathers is like you're like casual listening to if you're a diehard sports fan. You don't you don't come here for sports.
1: I'm excited, though, man. Like, I, I think that we have a real shot and me now because they haven't had a home playoff game since 1999, really 2000, it was like January something, 2000 but still since the 1999 season going there when it's a sellout crowd, they moved all the tarps, 70,000 people. It hasn't been a scene like that in Jacksonville in a long time. I fly out to go there tomorrow morning. I am so stoked, (laughs) dude. Bill's mafia Duval going at it. It's going to be wonderful, man. It's going to be flat out. Wonderful. Like it's a a dad moment for me. Like this is dad trip. I was like, it's a work trip. Like it is a work trip, but it's like, this is the time where I'm so happy to work for a company that covers sports even in the slightest. I'm so stoked to go.
0: That's Content City. Bill's Mafia meeting Duval. That's content. I, I just hope, uh, take it to the limit, ladies. I, you know, she finally gets to see the Jacks get back on top.
1: Well, we're going to steal the show, man. I can't wait. We're going to steal the show. <laughs> I just I, – I mean, I don't know what else I would want to do, like, as a dad, other than go see my team make the playoffs for the first time, like, in a long time. Like, I think this is the big-time dad trip. Oh, fuck. I can't believe we didn't – I didn't tell you. What? Order the plane tickets for Disney again last night. Oh,
0: man. no! S- <laughs> Ready? Seven days. No. Chapsy, <laughs> this, this is honestly – it's like pregnancy. You forget how bad it was the first. You were calling us from, like, the bathroom, and you're like, like, I'm, like, hidden right now. I can't talk right now. Like, I have to be quiet. You're going back for seven.
1: I think this is a prime thing where it's like if you have a couple of months, I'll agree to anything Like because I, I feel like I yeah. can back out of it. I can't back out. Like, we have <laughs> this little app that tells you when plane tickets are cheapest. Last year, we paid, like, 1100 bucks for the flight. We got all of them this year for 600 for all four of us to go to orlando direct flight 600 bucks for all four of us and then we we found the hotel the military hotel we can stay in for like 100 bucks a night so we're going essentially for like 1200 dollars cash and then we have to buy the tickets but we can get those on base so we're going it's a pretty like it's going to be less than 2500 bucks this time
0: so they'll hook it up for family military families and stuff like that disney I'm and you can Disney's... go
1: that's what i'm that's why i wanted to bring yeah. it up on the pod that's why i didn't text you about it because you could bring the, oh, you'll have a baby
0: squad. Oh, I got the little one. Yep. when Shit. I mean, if it's,
1: because yeah. I could, could, you can bring a family that could stay with you. That's not military affiliated. as long as they are like with a military member, that would, well, the go, whole podfather we'll squad go, going to Disney.
0: We'll go it, next year. For 10 days. It,
1: <laughs> it, honest to God. It feels like I'm going to be there every year for a long time. <laughs> I'm pretty You're sure.
0: There? It was the longest trip of all time. I don't know how every single day it was like another trap. It's like, up, yep, I'm in Florida right now. I'm in, I'm in Disneyland. So Holy if you're if shit. you're an
1: advertiser and you're listening and you want to hop on and you want to sponsor this trip to Disney, my friends, let's do it. Because there was a lot of interaction last year. Like it was probably one of my funnest times on Twitter. Like my family being there and sharing photos with my of my family. It was great. I'm looking forward to that. McCartney's bigger, so she's going to be able to ride a lot more stuff, which is going to be great. Four years old for her because she's small. Those little legs go yeah, everywhere. I think she's a little bit tougher this year. She knows what to expect, and we know what to expect, too, because it hasn't been such long trips. We're not going to go to fucking Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios sucks. Like We're not going to go there. We're going to go to the Animal, Planet, or Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot, and that's it. My wife said we were going to eat damn near every night at Epcot, which I'm pretty yeah. sick about. Yeah.
0: So are going to go around the world and do that whole thing. I yeah, like
1: that. Uh, it's going to be good.
0: Now, I'm going to be in a fog. I'll be in the new dad fog, and you're going to be in Disney. Those episodes of Pot Fathers are going to be interesting. That one week there, I can't something. wait already. It's going to be something. Oh,
1: <laughs> we're trying to get it where we have, like, a separate room. If that's the case, maybe we'll, we'll do a night-by-night recap with with my wife so we can there we like, go. tell our stories back and forth about what it's actually been like on the trip. We'll do, like, a log We'll keep the law just updated. Promise,
0: promise me this right now. Okay. January 4th, you will not go to Disney with your mother in law next year because this is like, oh, you going she to said she p- wanted to go. She because we were talking <laughs>
1: about it before and my wife is just like straight up. No, she's like, you're not a tumbo finger. She's like, you're not in shape enough to do this. We're not stopping for you to sit down and have a coffee 45 times. And if you get diarrhea again, I mean, my God, <laughs>
0: Diarrhea in a Disney bathroom, which, you know, are, are, are well-kept, but nonetheless. Yeah, I'm, not bringing, fun for I'm bringing toilet
1: paper or like, or, like, wet wipes or something with me this time because I remember going to the bathroom at Disney. You could see through the toilet paper and see your hand on the other side. Unsatisfactory. To spend that yeah. much money on tickets and stuff, they should have at least two-ply.
0: Unacceptable. Unacceptable, Mickey, if you're listening. And fuck you, ESPN, if you're listening, too. There we go. <laughs> All right. I think that's the week. That's the week. <laughs> so, Chapsy chapsy unveils he's going to disney uh we have the recap of the jag or or preview of the jaguars game after it happens, which we
1: didn't expect yeah
0: (laughs) that was what i wanted to ask you any any barstool employees in your will be honest probably keith that's that was i said if it's not keith i'd be shocked Keith yeah. is your guy. You guys I always compare it to Patrick Ewing and Larry Bird striking a friendship. I just love you two as a, as a couple. It's just a fun couple.
1: I honest to God, Keith has moved into like my top five life friends. Like we talk all all day long on G chat. This is a nice little romantic moment. I'm gonna have to tell him to listen to this. But like Keith is legit one of my best friends.
0: Keith is he's the in chief. He listens to everything we do. Every single minute of every five. This might go in the newsletter. That Can you that could
1: somebody make that claim. I guess you could do it if you listen to it like on like four times speed.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah. Okay. Uh, now top five, do you have him in your phone as Keith or is he K Marco? K Marco. You gotta change it to Keith. You can't have a K unless I mean your chaps. Well, it's, I mean be it's chaps. been
1: it's been there. Like I'm not gonna go back like you're you're just Clem. Mm. Uh I have Big Cat as Dan Katz in my phone. I have PFT as PFT. Um, I have as, Fights as Fights. I think I have everybody except for Dan as like, oh, I have Dave Portnoy and Eric Nardini, Like as, the, as have- theirs.
0: I put Barstool in front of, like, almost everybody. So I don't, like, if I have a friend, Kevin, I don't want to call Kevin Clancy by mistake. So I have KFC Barstool, which feels weird. I feel like I'm going to change that now. He'll still be KFC, but I got to get rid of all the Barstool. Yeah. Because now I have, like, Robbie Fox. Robbie's in there as Robbie Fox because he's, you know, newer. So it's like I have I have a wide array. There's a, This is the stuff you think about as a dad. When you have, like, just a moment of downtime, you start thinking about stuff like this.
1: That was good day. You, you got any,
0: <laughs> you got any uh, bedtime story? Oh,
1: uh McCartney gets her cast off <laughs> tomorrow. She's super stoked about it. Um, it's, that whole process has been a fucking nightmare, man. Like, I thought it wouldn't be as bad as it is. But you have certain... We've talked about it so many times. You have levels of reprieve as a parent. Bath time is one of those reprieve where you can kind of stick them in the tub. You stay around, but you don't, once they get to a certain age, you don't have to stay like with your butthole like, on the tub while they're taking a bath. Now that she has that, we have to slip on this little thing over her cast every night so it doesn't get it. I have to wash her hair, like, with a cup because she can't get, like, soaking wet. So I'm, like, washing her like she's a newborn again. And it's just goddamn terrible. (laughs) Like, so (laughs) I can't. And she hates it, too, because that's one of her favorite times of the day. She has, I mean, she probably has 30 toys that are dinosaurs in her tub that she's just going after every single day. She can't play with that. And she can't do as many things. Like, I'm watching her paint and just open a little pack of muffins for breakfast. She can't do it by herself. And she's so independent that it just – it's been pissing her the fuck off. And she can't wait to get it off tomorrow, so I'm super stoked about that. I can't wait to get that FaceTime – or it should be a video because I'll be flying. But I can't wait to see her after she gets her cast off.
0: The Texas rattlesnake isn't someone who likes to have stuff done for her. She's like – she's Texas itself. She wants independence. She's her own goddamn country. And – that I, I'm going to go watch YouTube's after this is over of, of that saw because I've never seen it. I've always been like so intrigued about how it cuts your cast but doesn't cut your hand. So I'm like dying to see how it's all done. Well,
1: there's a little – how it kind of works is that it doesn't – the saw doesn't go that far. And the hard part of the cast is very, very thin. It's just like on the – it's like the oh. it's like the core of the apple. Like where the if the core – or if the skin of the apple was really hard and there's a bunch of the other apple like underneath the skin – that's kind of, there's a lot of like gauze and shit underneath there to keep that part in place. Gotcha.
0: Um, cool, cool. And and also dad hack that I just thought of too. Um Christmas we got Sienna to uh a new toothbrush, like toothbrush holder, and then uh shampoo and, and body wash. And it's all Paw Patrol. And now she loves getting her hair washed. She loves brushing her teeth. If you can just get anything that has a stupid fucking show that they like, even take stickers and put it over whatever, like the crest, and just put, like, Paw Patrol stickers, she now, like, loves doing all that shit. And we're going to even try putting it on medicine. Like, putting straight up, like, just trying to trick her ass. And, you know, the medicine tastes good. It's just a matter of getting it in her mouth. So if we can, like, put enough, like, PJ mask bullshit on it, throw Catboy, my boy, on there, we'll be all good. So that was a dad hack I thought of. Um, My bedtime story, uh, last night we went to Home Depot. We had to get paint. We're painting Sienna's. Sienna moved into a new room, so she's getting it painted. And uh, on her way out, she licked a goddamn Home Depot cart, which I – Home Depot is probably bottom third of places you want because yeah. there's always, it's like sawdust it's like in the air. construction
1: workers in there.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, toilet stuff, they're probably just throwing like, there's chemical. There's a lot of shit going on in there. Not too happy. So we're like, what the hell, Sienna? And she was in a mood immediately. She started stomping her feet, whatever. And we're like, all right, cart liquor. And then we just started calling her cart liquor. We were roasting the shit out of her. We're like, cart hell liquor, yeah. cart liquor bullied the hell out of her and actually she like kind of like started being like just first time she's ever been bullied by us i don't know if she's ever been bullied in daycare and she's this is my favorite part she turned into it like you have to steer into like a skid you steer into it she owned it she started licking her jacket she goes daddy i'm a jacket licker too i love eating carts i want carts for dinner and we're like yes that you like respond to not only bullying, but, like your friends balls yeah she'd be herself. it was so good and like i even today i called her cart liquor and she like, was she was like having fun with it and i was like damn like you're gonna be all right you're like social adjustments we haven't fucked you up yet
1: there we go <laughs> you have time
0: <laughs> well hey man have fun down in jacksonville baby
1: appreciate it dude. well we'll do a little recap next week it'll be fun
0: Do a recap
1: right before we play our next game, and
0: we'll review the Patriots game or whatever it is.
1: (laughs) All right, man. I'll talk to you.
0: Later, buddy.